am going to savage you this week. Aren't you fucking savages? So, a couple weeks late. I don't give a shit. Been busy. I'm going to think I'm going to do this every other week. I don't even fucking know yet, but I wanted to get this one out. I'm doing the first half of the week two highlights. I want to go into a little bit more in-depth, but Jesus Christ, dude, putting together in-depth or semi-in-depth analysis of six matchups and like trying to be semi-intelligent and semi-funny about it is ridiculous. So I'm going to do the first half here. I'm going to try to put the first, the second half out tomorrow with my matchup of the week for week three, and we'll just keep that going maybe. On Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll do the shorter podcasts. I think that'll be easier. So the first matchup, me versus Tyler, I don't fucking talk about this. I should not have lost this matchup. I ended up losing by three. Uh, Nick Chubb, if Nick Chubb had just scored three less points and then left the game, or Chris Olave could have been just, uh, it, it just, it's so frustrating when that shit happens. And Anthony Richardson being, whatever. Anyways, so the two things I wanted to bring up from my team in this. Brees Hall, 0.9 points. Disgusting. He played against the Cowboys. The defense, the Cowboys defense is like, it's like if a college, like if the, if Alabama was playing like my high school, it seems like. Like they're just out of this world. And they knew they didn't have to worry about Zach Wilson. So they just teed off. I mean, and you can you know that because Dalvin Cook was completely shut down. He ended he ended the game with minus point three fantasy points. And unfortunately, they go up against the Patriots. Bill Belichick does the same thing. He looks at what your weapons are. He's going to take away the number one weapon. It's there. He's going to say Zach Wilson try to beat us, and he's not. So Brees Hall is going to be on the bench until further notice. It's sad. He's so talented, but I just I can't. Take the point nine L's like that, and it, God, if he had put up forty yards, I would have won the matchup. But on the bright side, Nico Collins, he's just he's being a stud this year. Twenty targets through two weeks, so he's thirteen for two twenty six and a touchdown through two games. He's wide receiver seven so far in the season. C.J. Stroud is just slinging it, and Nico. It appears that. I mean, it kind of looks like all the receivers are going to be decent, but it looks like Nico Collins is like the number one guy for him. They have another divisional matchup against the Jaguars coming up. They just lost to the Colts in the division. The Jaguars are kind of reeling from their gross loss against the Chiefs. So this, I think this game could be honestly be a shootout a little bit. I think Trevor Lawrence comes back, bounces back from his off game. And I think I do think this is like my upset. I think the Texans win this game. I think they have enough talent, and they've been scoring points. Uh, so I think this is this could be the one. And if you listen to any other fantasy podcast or anybody who talks about football, tar- targets are like the only metric that you can equate to talent of a receiver because like receptions they can get lucky on or unlucky on, touchdowns even more are lucky or unlucky, but if the quarterback's throwing the ball, that either means the quarterback has a connection with him or he knows that that player is going to be where he's supposed to be and be open. So, Nico Collins, tw- I mean, 20 targets. Um, he averaged nine a game in weeks nine through 12 last year with horrible quarterback play and after coming back and after coming back from an injury. And he's only 24 years old. So, I'm fired up for his potential this season and he might be in my week three lineup, honestly. We'll have to see. Now this piece of shit, Tyler. So, 
luckily for him, he lost Nick Chubb for the season. The guy's already 27 years old, and he had a similar injury back when he was in college in Georgia in 2015, where he just literally tore everything in his knee. So it could be the same thing. Hopefully it's not. But at 27, this happening, running back, the team's bad. What does that mean? You know, they're not going to pay him that old. So it's a shitty situation for Nick Chubb. He's like the only person on the team I don't actually hate. So it sucks, but it's good for everyone else. And Tyler loses his first round pick. He starts 2-0. I mean, Tyler starts 2-0. But like I said, no first round pick, no Nick Chubb. It's you you won the battle, but you're, I don't know, going to lose the war, I think. He does have a couple options to fill that spot, but it looks like those options suck. So Tyler might be looking for a running back soon if he's not already. Um, and then he's. I asked the question, is Rashad White legit? So Baker Mayfield's QB 13 on the season. I don't think he maintains that because we have a large sample size of Baker Mayfield. Now maybe it changes this year because he's not in the stupid Browns, but I don't know. Um and you might think, well, Rashad White has seven targets on the season. Like that's, you know, that's not bad, especially from Baker, who doesn't traditionally throw to the running back. That puts him on the pace for almost the exact same amount of targets he had last season. And this year, he's averaging three point two nine yards per carry. So I'm doing a double negative on Tyler because obviously he just beat me. Um, but it's true that the the box score or not even the box score, the fantasy points that he put up makes it look better than it is because it was gross. It wasn't even, (laughs) even this game where he put up, I think, 18.1, it still wasn't a good game um, from a traditional football standpoint. So if those touchdowns don't go his way, it's going to be ugly. The next matchup was Brad and Isaac. Brad's 1-1, Isaac's 2-0 now. Um, So Brad... Tony Pollard's doing exactly what everyone expected him to do the entire season or offseason. 39 carries through two weeks behind one of, if not the best, the offensive lines in football. Eight targets in week two. He's he's only yeah, the funny thing is though, he's only averaging 3.6 yards a carry, which is the worst of his career. And two of the next three games are against the Patriots and the 49ers. So I think he's still gonna be okay and you know more than fine because it doesn't look like anyone else on that team can do anything strictly from the running back position. So, and one of the running backs is five foot five. Like what the fuck? Um, but yeah, so the next two of the next three games might slow down a little bit. I think he'll still be okay, but I just wouldn't expect big weeks. And then I, as I kind of already mentioned the disappearance of Trevor Lawrence. So he had 216 passing yards with a fumble and the scary thing is, this is what he did in weeks 15, 16, and 17 last year. He had very similar stat lines. The offense only put up nine points. And for whatever reason, Christian Kirk had 14 targets. So they might look at that and be like, well, that's not how we're going to score. Because we give a guy 14 targets and he, I think he had like 100 yards. But he didn't score. It wasn't a crazy stat line or anything. Um Yeah, I I think they have a great opportunity to right the ship against the Texans, and then they have the Falcons after that. So it's two weeks in a row where they could, you know, kind of get their footing. Uh, I do think the Texans are going to be a little tougher just because it's divisional and everything, but I think it'll still be a good game and a good get-right game for for Trevor Lawrence. Then Isaac. So Mike Evans is 
Maximus Decimus Meridius. If you don't understand that reference, look at any meme from the Gladiator or anything ever. He's the fucking guy. 12th. This is his 12th game. This might be his 12th fucking season. No, it's not. This is not ninth. I think he was drafted in 2014 in the grossest wide receiver draft of all time. Um, but this is his 12th. 12th game over 150 receiving yards in a game. Now he's done that with like this has got to be the f- fifth quarterback, and this one's Baker. This isn't even like Jameis who just like closed his eyes and threw it. Like this is Baker who's traditionally not been great <laughs> for the fantasy, you know, for, for fantasy receivers. The downfield targets from Mayfield though, so. The, the yards per target from Mike Evans is almost double Chris Godwin, who's next on the list. And he's just a stud. Like, and he's this is what he's always excelled at. The deep go up and get it, always gets it. He's huge. Dude, I, I even, Tyler, I have the text. I even said to Tyler that I put, I think I put Mike Evans as fifth where I thought he was going to finish this year for fantasy. And, I mean, he's on pace for that. He is balling out. And then... I don't know why Christian McCaffrey was ever not the first overall pick. His his 17-game pace right now, through two games, would be 357 carries, which is ridiculous, for 2,278 yards, 17 touchdowns, just on the ground, and then through the air, 51 catches for 360 yards. Now, he hasn't scored through the air yet. If he did, that obviously would have been way more inflated, but that's a wild fantasy finish. It's a 2,500-yard season. Uh, his next two matchups are fantastic against the Giants and the Cardinals. But then he has the Cowboys in Week 5, um, which, God, that game is going to be brutal. It's like the two best defenses in the league. Um, but they might slow him down a little bit. He And the concerning thing here for Christian McCaffrey is he only had two other seasons where he started the first two games of the season. was season First two games of the season with over 40 carries. And he spent 23 of the 33 games in those seasons on the bench, injured. So, and it's funny because every other season where he didn't, where he had less than 40, played the whole season. Not saying that he just can't handle that kind of workload, can't handle being like the, you know, traditional running back like that. I think they should maybe chill out on the, <laughs> on the rushes he's getting and maybe use him in the passing game a little bit more. Um, not saying that's a trend, but that's a trend. And the next matchup, we have Nick, who's now 0-2, against Andrew, who's 1-1. So for Nick, the real Slim Pickens has stood up. I know that pun is terrible, but dude, he is a fucking savage. He The first two games of the season, 17 targets. No Deontay Johnson for at least four games. Plenty of opportunity for him to completely take over this offense. And if Robinson goes down which is super likely because it's all he does is get hurt, is this becomes wildly interesting. I, I think right now it's just kind of like a spark of like what could happen because Kenny Pickett just looks bad or like Walmart Mac Jones kind of. I don't know. So you have to see how that all pans out. But bad quarterbacks have supported incredible fantasy wide receivers in the past, and that could happen again. So who's to say? Um, and then A.J. Dillon... A.J. Dillon is a waiver fill-in. That's what I have for my note here. He shouldn't be rostered. 28 carries for 74 yards this season. That's 2.6 yards a carry. That's horrible. 
he averaged over four yards of carry in less than half of the Packers games last season. Over four is like, that's like the minimum to like be a, a, an effective NFL running back. It's like that's the just what you have to scrape over to be like not cut from a team. So, and you know, he did that in less than half the games last year. And he, I mean, in theory, he should have had everything. He should have completely taken over this game. Aaron Jones didn't play. I don't know. I, I don't think he's that, and I don't think he's that good. Everyone says that he's kind of like mini Derrick Henry. When it gets cold, he gets better. I don't buy it. I just don't. I don't think he's that awesome. Then for Andrew's team, did anyone have Raheem Mostert on their bingo card? Because I, I definitely didn't. I, I honestly didn't even know he was still on the team. I thought he was like hurt. I'm going to start the season hurt. Apparently he's fine because he rushed for so far. twenty He's taken carried the ball 28 times for 158 yards and three touchdowns. That's 5.6 a carry. It's solid for being 31 years old. He's already tied his highest touchdown total in the season. Second highest, sorry. He had eight one season, but this he, now he's at three already in two games, tied for his second highest. And he's for the next four games, he's got the Broncos, Bills, Giants, and Panthers. The only matchup that might be tough there is the Bills, and that's going to be a shootout. I mean, the Panthers' defense has looked better, but I think the Bills will be a shootout, and I think he'll be able to – I think that they have enough offensive weapons to keep the Panthers really honest and not stacking the box, which is why I think he's had the success he's had to this point. But he's looked amazing if he can stay healthy, which has always been the issue. And then Chase in the high, Jamar Chase. <laughs> what the hell is happening with the Bengals? So he's got 17 targets through two games. That's eight less than he had from weeks one and two last year. He is averaging 4.1 yards per target, throwing the ball. Okay, Raheem Mostert, like I just said, 5.6 per carry, starting from behind the line of scrimmage, 5.6 per carry. 4.1 yards per target. Puts him 30th out of 30 eligible receivers with that have more than 15 targets through the for the, through these first two weeks. 30th, last, dead last. I mean, granted, it's a little bit hard to gauge. Both these games that the Bengals have played were AFC North games. Tend to be disgusting. Tend to be a lot of defense. Very few points. Not very watchable on TV. But the Bengals should be better. So this is where I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to do Ben, Stefan, recap, Tyler Nelson, Spencer, Tim and Brian, and then I'm going to pick my matchup for the week, heading into week three. I'll get that one up tomorrow. So these will be about 15 minutes. I think this is, honestly, this is way better. This is way easier for me to just riff on it. Let me know if you like it like this or you like the, the longer version. I think 15 minutes is a sweet spot. Touch on some stuff. Talk some shit. If you want to hear anything different, uh, I'm sure you'll let me know. Because that's what you guys do. Um, so good luck to everybody. I haven't even looked who I'm playing this week yet. Hang on, let me let me do some really great um, podcast audio and look that up while I'm just talking on the talking here. Who am I playing? Okay, so good luck to everybody besides Nick. I'll sorry say it again at the end of the episode tomorrow. Um, good luck to everyone besides Nick, and actually not good luck to Tyler either. And actually, I'm gonna change my tune from previous seasons and good luck to Timmy because Timmy is starting 0-2. I'm 0-2. I feel the pain. I always tell Tim to go fuck himself, but I'm not going to do that this time, Tim. Good luck. I will talk to you guys tomorrow for part two of this episode. Super!
Take care now. Bye-bye then. <laughs>